Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. 
888-789-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. All right, welcome everyone. Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Friday, the 18th of November. Good to have you aboard. You know what that means. Bad news for all the other podcasts. However, you're listening to us. We appreciate you. Like, download, subscribe, rate, do all the good stuff. The algorithm. The algorithm needs you to do it. I don't know what that means, but the algorithm needs you to do all that stuff. And then it means good things for me. I'm going to get all the monies, all right? I'll be very, very wealthy if you wind up doing what the algorithm needs you to do. Appreciate you joining us here as we close out week number three of Zaslow Show 2.0. We've had three really solid weeks. I think everyone is enjoying the show. You're all saying really nice things to me. I appreciate that. 
We got uh, you know, we got some more sponsors that are coming our way real soon. If you're looking for advertising info, if you want to get in with your boy, you want to get in uh, pretty much on the ground floor. We know title sponsor of the show before we even before we even put out our first show. Anna Jar and Levine accident attorneys. Any kind of injury, personal injury you're dealing with, you get into an accident, you call them, I send you to them. 800-747-3733. Anna Jar and Levine, those are my guys right there, and I love them a long time, all right? They will help you if you need anything. They are the title sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0 from day number one. But if you want to get in still, we're, we're, we're still in the infancy stages of Zaslow Show 2.0. Like I said, we got a few more sponsors coming aboard real soon. And if you want to get in, you can see my bio. We got email information there on Twitter, at Zaslow Show. You can hit me up there. Zaslow J on Instagram. I'm an influencer on Instagram, but I still got time for everybody. Come on. I, you know, you get at me there, I'll get right back to you. All right. So, again, we're closing out week number three. We're going to get you ready for the weekend. We got a fun show planned for everybody, and I'll owe you a long time, all right? Appreciate everybody who's been with us here these first few weeks. Tell all your friends, tell your mother I say hello. So Jamie Eisenberg, CBS Sports fantasy football expert, he will join us coming up uh, in a little bit, you know, for, for years. Been having Jamie on my show, whatever version of the show, Zaslow and Joy, Zaslow and Amber, Zaslow, Roms and Amber, I love those guys. How about that, by the way? All three of them in the last couple weeks, we've had them stop by the show. Amber Wilson last week, who was just killing it on ESPN. She was on yesterday afternoon, filling in in the afternoon show. She's incredible. We had Joy on the show a few days ago. Everybody knows she's killing it. She's the star of Speak on FS1. Look, I'm I'm the queen maker, all right? I, 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 I didn't come up with that label. You did, but you're right. I'm the queen maker. And then you got Romberg, who joined the show yesterday also. Everyone was real happy to hear from Romberg. So if you miss any of the shows this week, look, just wherever you're getting your podcast, go back, listen to the show, all right? Have a good time. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but go back, listen to all the shows. So we had all of them on this week, and uh, the, the response has been real good. But anyway, so Jamie Eisenberg, CBS Sports Fantasy Football, he's going to come on the show in a little bit. He'll answer our fantasy football questions for like the last 10 years. He's been coming on the Zaslow Show on Thursdays, but now it's Fridays. He joins us on Fridays, so he'll join us coming up. Uh, I got a very big week. I'll tell you right quick. I want to get to the Thursday night football from last night, which got week 11 started. Titans, we didn't want the Titans to win, but they did. Titans and Packers last night. Big story coming from there. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Panthers last night as well. Dolphins are off this week. Uh, and, and the Heat are back in action tonight. You know we got big game or not a big game. It is Friday. Everybody knows what's up. So anyway, I have a, I have a really big weekend. First of all, starting tonight, very big soccer night in the Zaslow household. Right, My older son, he plays for Weston Select U14. He's the, my son's the goalkeeper. All right, it's, 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 it's the weirdest dichotomy watching the games because uh, I care very much about the team. All the parents care very much about the team. Want to win, obviously, and 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 in order for my son to do something good, he's a goalkeeper. In order for my son to do something good, something terrible has to almost happen. It's a very weird dynamic. I mean, think about that. In order for him to do something good, we have to be on the cusp of something terrible happening it's it's very it's a very strange dynamic but been doing it for a couple years now so I'm not gonna say I'm getting used to it it's still very strange but 
We've been doing it for a few years now. So anyway, tonight, Weston Select, U14 boys, got a big home game tonight at Weston Regional. So I'm very excited about that, hoping that that gets the weekend started off on the right foot. But how about this? My wife, my wife is out of, starting tonight, my wife is out of town for the next eight days. She's going to Italy. My wife is out of town for the next eight days. She's going with a friend. Uh, oh, Zazla, what, you're not going with her? What, what, why not? I don't want it. What am I doing in Italy? I don't want to go to Italy. Everything I need is right here in Cooper City. And we all know I run Cooper City. Everything. What, what's going on over there that I can't do right here? They got the pasta there. I got pasta here. All right. Pizza. Pizza here. I'll make, I'll make a pizza tonight. It's no big deal. I'm not going to Europe. Uh, there's nothing for me over there. So she's, anyway, she's out of town for the next eight days starting tonight. This is a bachelor pad, all right? Now, granted, I got the kids, you know, but this is a bachelor pad. So I don't know if you're driving by Cooper City over the next week and, you know, it's rocking. You know what's up, all right? You come on by, say hello. We'll have a couple drinks. That's what's going on. So last night, the Titans win. They are now 7-3. and three. They are, they're third, I mean, they're technically, well, tied record-wise with the Dolphins, but they're third in the AFC, that second spot is huge, well, I mean, the first spot's the biggest, you get the bye, and you get home field throughout, but the second spot's huge, because that means you're hosting two playoff games, and that's where the Dolphins currently sit right now, they have the bye, but Tennessee wins, they're seven and three, Uh, Derek, I'll tell you, watching Derek Henry is pretty amazing. Because even in a game like last night, and now I know he threw for a touchdown, so it's like, oh, what do you mean he didn't have a great game? But rushing the football last night, like he had the one huge run, but otherwise, it was a lot of small runs. I I think at one point Al Michaels said his biggest run, except for that big one, was nine, you know? Even when Derrick Henry is not having like a huge game rushing, he is so much fun to watch because he just runs over, he runs over his offensive lineman. He runs through his offensive lineman. He's a lot of fun to watch. So the big story of the game last night, though, was the Packers stunk and Aaron Rodgers looks washed. Now, a wise man once said, you can't fix old. Aaron Rodgers looks washed. And, I mean, he's missing guys. He's missing some of them bad. Are his wide receivers helping him to the fullest extent? Probably not. But... And it was such a confusing performance, too, from the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, for that matter. How do you come off last week? You're down by two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. They beat the Cowboys. Good team. And now this week, uh, the Titans are probably better. But this week, you put up that, that, you know, turd sandwich of a performance against the Titans at home. I know it's a short week, but hell, it's a short week for the road team. You'd rather be, you know, you'd rather be at home on the short week. It's, it's, that's weird. You go from such a good performance on Sunday to that that we saw last night. So Tennessee wins 27-17. And late in the game, when I say they were booing him, they were booing Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know, it was, it was the final possession, I guess. They were already down by 10. There was a couple minutes left in the game. Fourth down, incomplete. They threw a deep. Yeah, Rodgers threw it deep. I don't, I don't know what you're doing on that play. And they were, like, like Packer fans, so amazing, right? I don't know, maybe they're just kind of, maybe it's all-encompassing where they're tired of Rodgers' crap, you know? Uh, just all the extra stuff from the last couple of years. And he's been bad, and he was bad last night. Because 
I was stunned to hear the Lambo crowd booing him last night. By the way, I was showing my son last night watching the game. How about Lambo? Just still bleachers, huh? Just still rocking the bleachers. Anyway, so I was I was surprised hearing all the boos, and they were raining down boos on him. So give this a listen here. This is Aaron Rodgers being asked about the boos after the game. Now, can you get booed? What's it like hearing those? Not you personally, but as a, as a group. Um. Interesting. Best I can give you. Okay, so first of all, my favorite part of it is the reporter who asks him about the booing and then kind of realizes what he just did where he's asking Aaron Rodgers about the crowd booing him and then like quickly changes up, oh, not necessarily you individually, booing the team. No, no, no. I think they were booing Aaron Rodgers. I'm pretty sure the crowd was booing Aaron Rodgers there. You got, this is Rodgers last year. In Green Bay. Their season essentially ended yesterday. They're now 4-7. and seven. And I think the only... Qu- like, he'll be able to, to, to pull the Peyton Manning move where he goes to a team that's ready to win and they need a good quarterback, not necessarily great, and see if Rodgers can help them, you know, put them over the top and win a Super Bowl. You know, kind of like Denver. But anyway, so... The only question now is, at what point do this season, do they give Jordan Love some run? But anyway, that's not my problem. I don't care about that. What I was thinking, though, was... (coughs) Excuse me. The booing Aaron Rodgers. And I've been saying this for years on the show. I started this like five, six years ago. I've always... Now, he's not getting a pass anymore. But I've always thought Aaron Rodgers gets a major pass. Where he's only won and been to... Ah, Super Bowl. A, a, a player of his caliber has only been to the Super Bowl one time. He won it, but he's only been to the Super Bowl one time. I mean, we used to kill Peyton Manning for only having won one Super Bowl. At the time, we know he went out, he won his, you know, he, he, he won the second. But Peyton Manning went to four Super Bowls. Soon too. Peyton Manning went to four Super Bowls. He used to get crushed. Rodgers has been there one time. And it was like 12 years ago. I've always thought he's gotten a pass. He doesn't seem to be getting a pass anymore. But it, it kind of reminds me of Marino's last year here, or last couple years here. And, and Marino was bad his last year. Just he could barely move. He just didn't have it. Like, he was, he was old. He, he really was old. And I can never imagine... I, I, it's why I was surprised. Like, I know that crowd at Lambeau Packers fans is so great. They all own the team. They all have shares. They're all owners. Every one of them. And I can never, I, I can't remember an instance where the crowd here in Miami was booing Marino. Can you imagine booing Marino? He never won a Super Bowl. Only went to one. Didn't win it. Can you imagine booing Marino? I, I, can, I, I can't imagine being in that crowd last night in Lambeau and saying, you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to boo Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. Don't tell me that they were booing the team and not Rodgers. They're booing Rodgers. They're booing Rodgers for his play. I can't imagine ever booing Marino. And Marino was bad his last year. Loved throwing that duck out pick six. Loved it. 
Marina was bad that last year. There, w- I mean, I, I, I can't imagine being in the stadium and saying, you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to boo Marino. It's crazy to me. I was pretty surprised at the Packer fan last night. So anyway, I think the big takeaway from last night, you, you wanted the Titans to lose because of standings, but whatever. The big takeaway, though, is booing Aaron Rodgers and, and when, they're, when are they going to go to Jordan Love? So the Panthers last night, Florida Panthers, love the Panthers, did not love last night. Panthers lose last night 6-4. They dropped to 9-7-1. and uh, You know, like someone sent me a, a, a tweet yesterday. He tweets me at Zaslow Show because after the first, Panthers are down 4-0 after the first period. I tweet out, I'm not having fun. When does the fun start? I'm not having, I'm not having fun. And, you know, he tweeted to me, is it the coaching? Is it the roster? I think last night was just one of those nights where, because, I mean, the the defense last night was not good. The Panthers were getting caught. uh, But Brovsky got pulled after the first period. He was getting hung out to dry. I can't even get on Bobrovsky for that performance last night. Spencer Knight did a terrific job keeping the Panthers in the game after that. Only gave up one goal. It was after the Panthers scored their first goal, made it 4-1 in the second. Then shortly after that, it became 5-1. But the Panthers came all the way back, 5-2, 5-3, 5-4. Gave themselves a chance where they were able to... Like, the comeback was fun, man. They gave themselves a chance there. They pull Spencer Knight to get the extra skater. I got to give a shout out to Brandon Montour. Holy crap. He's been fantastic. This is third year, second full season with the team. And like, like this is the guy that we were training for. You know, he has been awesome. And he made such a balls play last night. So the Panthers, they pulled the goalie. It's five to four. They pulled the goalie. And now the Stars have possession. And they try and shoot on the open net from like the blue line. Like it was a really good opportunity. And Montour just stands in front of the goal. Takes that puck right in the chest. Just stops it. And I so badly wanted them to score after that. So that we could talk about how amazing that play from Brandon Montour was. He's the hero for saving the goal right there and sacrificing his body. I will say that about the Panthers' defense this year. And we know they're playing a different style with the new coach, Paul Maurice, especially defensively. But those guys get after it a lot more defensively than they have in the past. Like, one of the big issues for the Panthers, especially in the postseason, they, they're defenders. They don't have guys who, who are getting in front of the puck, who, who are taking it in the knee, taking it in the shin, taking it in the chest. You know, just taking one for the team. And I feel like they're doing that a lot more this year. But Brandon Montour, man, shout out. He has been awesome. That was such a cool play last night. And I wish it could have paid off in, in, in a potential victory. But they wind up giving up the empty goal, empty net, shortly after that. They lose 6-4, down 5-1. They cut it to 5-4. Comeback was fun. Barkov missed the game last night, by the way. He had an illness. Hopefully he's back tomorrow. You got to be back tomorrow. But now, we'll, I'm not going to spoil a big game, not a big game for you. Panthers flames tomorrow. Huberto making his return. Could be part of big game, not a big game. Barkov will play. I mean, he's got to be bleeding out the ears not to play tomorrow against Huberto. He's got to get out there. That's going to be fun. You know what? Might go to that game tomorrow. Might go to that tomorrow. Now, I was there a couple nights ago. Yeah, maybe we go tomorrow. 
to see Jonathan Ubro. They honored Roberto Luongo last night. Very cool. And and Jessica Blaylock uh, gave us a lot on Huberto returning tomorrow as well. Jessica was on the show yesterday, so if you missed that, go to the YouTube page. You can, you can check out. I, I post video of all of the interviews we do, and I also post most of the show on the YouTube page too. YouTube.com slash at Zaslow Show. Really easy for you to remember it. Tell everybody. Okay. So Panthers tomorrow, but they lose last night 6-4. to four. Uh, Frustrating for most of that game, but... Once the comeback began, yeah, it was it was a fun comeback. I, I I'll leave it at that. All right, so trying to get trying to get that W tomorrow, get two more points, and come out of this five game homestand. They're two and two right now. Come out of this five game homestand with a winning homestand. Uh, I want to do some. Uh, I want to do some NFL here. Let's. I want to take a look at some of the NFL games coming up this weekend, and, and and then get to some Dolphins, and then we'll bring Jamie Eisenberg on board here, and we'll do some fantasy football with him, but. A few games stand out this weekend as far as the uh, the Sunday slate goes. The games certainly that Dolphin fans are keeping an eye on. There's a couple of them, all right? Browns and Bills. Bills, 6-3, and three, tied uh, uh, for second, for second in the division. Browns, 3-6, and six, and I think this is the Browns' last game without Deshaun Watson. He has started to practice with the team. I think they're off next week, and then he returns week 13. So, anyway... And, and we know the Dolphins are off this weekend. They have the Texans next week. But Browns and Bills has been moved to Detroit. They're playing the game in Detroit. Because the weather. It, there's just no weather that the Bills are okay playing in this year, huh? It's too hot in Miami. This is unfair. And now it's also unfair when it's going to snow. It's going to snow heavily. Maybe. It's also unfair when it's snowing in our home stadium. Now, I know you could say things like, oh, you, you know what, it, it may be heavy storms, it may be heavy snow. You can't, like, we need all the, you know, our service workers, police, fire, all that. They need to be focused on the people in the community and not at the Bills game. This is not a new occurrence. This is every year in Buffalo. This time of year. They're prepared for this. This is nothing new. The Bills, so the Bills can only play in perfect weather. If it's too hot, complain. If it's too cold, move the game. Too much snow, move the game. Part of football, man, part of football up in the Northeast is playing it in these elements. I think the fans are robbed where you love turning on a game every now and then. Like, oh man, it's snowing hard by the second half. The field's going to be covered in snow. You love watching that game. So we're getting robbed of that this weekend with Buffalo and Cleveland being moved indoors to Detroit. But the Bills put out a statement yesterday, you know, how they're they're moving the game because of the potential weather. They're moving it out of an abundance of caution. Let me read you the statement here. All right. Hang on a second. Everybody calm down. All right. Due to public safety concerns and out of an abundance of caution. In light of the ongoing weather emergency in western New York, Sunday's game against the Browns will be moved to Ford Field in Detroit. We're jumping on tape. We're jumping through tables lit on fire. And now, now we're using an abundance of caution? I mean, the Bills, they must, they need perfect weather. I don't know any other way to put it. It's too cold, can't play. Too hot, we complain. I, 
And, and the fans are the ones who are robbed. Watch. We're going to get pictures on Sunday. And it's going to be perfect weather there. You'll see. It, it's, it's all going to be for nothing. So that's a bummer that that game's getting moved. Jets and Patriots. Jets 6-3. and three, Patriots 5-4. and four. I'm, tr- I'm, trying to think, I'm trying to think who we root for as Dolphins fans. Jets are a half game back of the Dolphins. Right now they have the tie break. Best case scenario, last game of the year. <coughs> you know, Dolphins could even up the tiebreak situation. I think what you... I think the Patriots are going to fade. I think both teams are going to fade. But I think if you're a Dolphin fan, I think you want the Jets to win this game. I think you want the Patriots to go away. And... And with the Jets, even if the Jets tie you in record after this week... You still got the game at the end of the season against them. You could pick up a full game there, and then you have a you know split with the tiebreak situation. And of course, that makes that game uh, just an incredible amount of fun. Last game of the year could be for a playoff spot, maybe a division. I think the Jets are going to fade anyway. I think if you're a Dolphin fan, you, you want to get closer to sticking a fork in the Patriots and give them a fifth loss. I think Dolphin fans got to root for the Jets. I, I'll put up a poll. But I think Dolphin fans got to root for the Jets this weekend. Cowboys and Vikings, great game. Vikings are 8-1, Cowboys 6-3. A lot of pressure on Dak Prescott, I think, to win this week. And Chiefs and Chargers is your Sunday night football. So Chargers 5-4, Chiefs 7-2. Like those four games are the games that we're all keeping an eye on. If you're a Dolphin fan, you root for the Chargers. You root for the Chargers for a couple reasons. Number one, I think you want the Chargers to sneak back into the playoff picture because a Tua- versus Herbert playoff game the world would explode the world would turn over on its axis and explode so I think you're rooting for that and of course if the Chiefs lose then you're sitting in a potential tie for number one so how about that so anyway those are the four games I think that we're really keeping an eye on as far as the Dolphins go this weekend I want, I, I want, first of all, Tyreek Hill. I got to say something about Tyreek Hill. I love him, man. He, he has been an absolute home run. He's been right about everything, uh, you know, in regards to Tua. But how about Tyreek Hill, all right? Not only has he been right about everything in regards to Tua, Tyreek Hill is a great teammate. So, did you notice this from Tyreek Hill? I think it was yesterday. So you got like the Pro Bowl voting. Well, no, it was not for Pro Bowl voting, actually. It was just, there was a tweet sent out by Fox Sports NFL. It was yesterday. The best wide receiver in the NFL right now is blank. And Tyreek Hill. You know, he's at Cheetah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Tyreek Hill just starts responding to the Fox Sports NFL and Fox tweet. Best wide receiver in the NFL right now is, and he writes, Jalen Waddle, and then another one, Trent Sherfield, and then another one, Cedric Wilson, and then another one, River Craycraft, and finally, Michael Hardman. That's his buddy from Kansas City. That's a good teammate right there. Not only was he putting all of his Dolphin teammates right now, but his former pal in Kansas City. Ty- Tyreek Hill, I think, when the Dolphins traded for him, you have this impression. He's one of the diva wide receivers. He looks like a diva, you know? He's one of the diva wide receivers. But he, and granted, he's, 
The Dolphins are having a great year. He's having a career year. All that stuff helps. I'm not blind to that. All that stuff helps attitude-wise. But he has been a home run from on the field, off the field, everything he says about his teammates. He He's... And, and look, it's been a great trade for both teams. Make no mistake about it. These teams made a blockbuster trade in the offseason, and they're first and second in the AFC. The Dolphins have benefited massively from having Tyreek Hill, and Kansas City benefits massively because they're still having a ton of success without him, and they got those Dolphins draft picks. That's the rare home run trade for both teams. Great trade for both teams. So yesterday, if you were listening to the show, we had the Rom Dog on the show. Everyone loved hearing from Romberg. I love that guy. And I asked Romberg. <clears throat> we talked a lot about the Canes. A few things from, from Romberg. Like, go back and listen. You can go to the YouTube page, youtube.com slash show. But also, of course, under the Zaslow Show 2.0 podcast yesterday, we had Romberg on the show. And, and like, I thought the most notable thing he said about the Hurricanes, and he, he gave us a lot of behind the scenes on the Hurricanes. I think the most notable thing he said about the Hurricanes was, he and his pals, you know, on uh, out the huddle, they they don't see very many foundational players on this current Hurricanes team right now. You don't see very many guys that you care about them sticking around and being part of the future. Named a couple, but he doesn't see a lot of guys that are worth keeping around. That big indictment on Manny Diaz. Uh, he stunk. But anyway, one of the things that we touched on there with Romberg yesterday was... <coughs> Tua, but having a coach, not just like a, a, a you know an offensive coach versus a defense coach or a good coach versus a bad coach. And I don't think Brian Flores was a bad coach. I liked Brian Flores. But one thing that we are noticing is the people skills were not there with Flores. With the with the players and the coaching staff, the people skills were not there. And I asked Romberg yesterday, coincidentally, about a player, especially someone into his position. Like, would you like a, a, a grown man, a professional athlete to be able to, to be able to hone his craft no matter what the coach says to you, thinks about you, the way he treats you? Would you like that? Yes. But not everybody's built that way. And I asked him about making it make it a huge difference with some players, and in this case with Tua Tungavaloa, when you have a coach who cares, uh, uh, shows that he cares about you, is is crafting the team around you, the offense around you, inspires you, is pumping you up, is lifting you up, which is what he has right now, versus a coach who very clearly does not believe in you and does not treat you well because he's a hard ass. Treats everyone like that. And you don't get the impression that he believes in you. Can't Does that make a difference? Can that make a huge difference? He goes, oh, hell yeah, it makes a huge difference. And I think it's very clear that it's made a major difference with Tua. And that's a failure on Brian Flores to not be able to notice that or acknowledge that while he's the coach. It's like, in order for me to bet, get... Like, he's not responding to the way that I'm treating him, so in order for me to get the best out of this guy, who is the only way for this franchise to turn the corner, I need to do something different. I need to change things, and he never did. That's been the biggest difference. So, 
I saw this clip to a mic'd up last year, to a mic'd up this year, and I saw this clip yesterday circulating around around Twitter. So give this a listen here real quick. It, it's a small sample size, but I do think it's worth noting because this is a narrative out there, and I, I, I think it's a pretty obvious one. So here was Tua. It's just small little bites from last year when he's interacting with Brian Flores. Yep, come on. Let's go, baby. Yep. Yes, sir. All right. You'll get right back in this. Yep, game. yep. All right, one at a time. Yep. All right, nice job. Yep. Okay, so uh, not a lot of conversation. Yep. Yes, sir. Yep, yep. Like, li- like he's the boss. And there's no relationship there. Certainly doesn't seem happy that the coach is around him, even trying to pump him up, which I guess that's his way of pumping him up. Now, listen to this year. Now, this is a little bit lengthier, but it's also lengthier because, yeah, they, like, they get along and there's a relationship and they like being around each other. Listen to the difference when Tua is around McDaniel. Which one do you like? Because I like I like the one that you think will get us a touchdown. So think about that. Okay, then I'm going to go left back. All right. That's it. All right. Mystic Mac, what's up, Beast? Very, very high level, dude. Ah, uh, yeah, you just got to keep chopping the wood, oh, yeah. boss. Oh, that's, that's maybe a name. Yep. But the facts are facts. You're playing at a very high level. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything for the next time we're on the field, which yep. is what you're talking about. Yep. But it's okay to admit that, okay, yeah. Yeah. I'm not turning the ball over, getting the ball out, and making smart decisions. Mm-hmm. I can, I can kind of go back and forth probably on some plays. Oh, yeah. I might have had this. Yeah. Thank you, boss. I appreciate that. Thank you. Some guys need that positive reinforcement, man. I mean, you hear Tua there. It it, it plays, a, like, yes, you're number three. Is he getting better? It, it gets more used to being a professional. NFL, uh, you know, the, the speed of the game. All that stuff is huge. But some guys need to be coached a certain way. Some guys respond better to the positive than the negative. And that's okay. And Brian Flores never got that, man. He never... He was never willing to adjust to that. And Tua's relationship with Mike McDaniel, I think, plays a major, major role in what's going on this year. I mean, that, that's a guy who loves it. He loves his coach. And his coach loves him. And McDaniel knew from the get-go when he was on the phone with him on the plane. You know, we, we all saw the clip. He didn't know him from a hole in the wall at that point. But he knew, hey, I think the best way to get everything I want to get out of this guy is I'm going to build a good relationship with him. And I'm going to let him know that even though right now I don't necessarily believe in him because I never even met him, but I'm going to let him know I believe in him. And that's going to get the best out of him. And guess what it has? I mean, we're in a legitimate spot where Tua could be MVP. He's a thousand percent in the conversation. McDaniel could be coach of the year. I mean, if you're talking about coach of the year right now, it's McDaniel and I guess Nick Sirianni, right? Got to be in the mix there. Uh... Vrabel, can we talk about Vrabel from last night? I don't think I had a McDaniel. McDaniel, Sirianni, Robert Sala. But I don't think the Jets are going to hang around. I think those are the guys right now. And then, executive of the year. Unbelievable, Chris Greer. Executive of the year. Right now, I'm pretty certain Chris Greer is, is the front runner with a bullet for executive of the year. 
I think it matters how, you, how, how you're treating Tua. I think it's pretty obvious. All right, it's Friday, so you, you know what that means. You know, for the past several years, probably like 10 years, every Thursday we do our fantasy football. Jamie Eisenberg, CBS Sports fantasy football expert. He now joins us on Zaslow Show 2.0 on Fridays. Jamie, always good to have you aboard here. I want to get your thoughts first before we get into the fantasy football stuff. And obviously, there's no Dolphins this weekend. You know, you, you're you're from down here. You, you like the Dolphins. Are you are you excited? Like, are you able to appreciate, even though your job, it's fantasy football, you got to keep track of everybody. Are you appreciating what's going on with the Dolphins right now? I mean, it's hard not to. You know, I I, I think first off, you know, they're, they're a fun team to watch. So for what I do, you know, it's it's great to see these guys performing like this. You know, Tyree Kill has obviously been a superstar in Kansas City, so to see him continue that in Miami is great. Uh, who doesn't like watching Jalen Waddle's touchdown celebration? Um, you know, Tua's been, you know, everything I, I think Dolphins fans could hope for. So that's fun to watch. You know, I, I haven't really been a Dolphins fan since uh, the Marino days because of what I do professionally. But, you know, my kids who are in, in, in the age range of, you know, finally starting to appreciate you know, I, I think players and teams and certainly, you know, things like that, they're falling in love with the Dolphins, so that's fun to watch. Do you uh, – your job is awesome, obviously. I know you really enjoy your job, but, you know, I went through this for a dozen years when I was doing the Heat games, and I, I went to the first game I've ever been to with my son just last month. First ever Heat game I'd ever been to with him came last month. and he's Yeah, he's 13 years old. It was the first time I'd ever been to a game with him, so – like, do, do you do you think about that? I mean, have you ever been to an NFL game with your with your family? So I've taken them to preseason games because it's it's a little bit easier for me to get there. I can't go during the regular season. You know, we'll see with the postseason what my job responsibilities are. Um, one of my favorite experiences were just a quick sidetrack was when the Pro Bowl was in Orlando. Um, we had just had our third child. Uh, I think he was less than a year old. And my wife was wearing him, and I had uh, a friend in the NFL office get me two press passes for my older kids, who at the time were six and four, I think. Um, and so they were able to go just on the field during practice and, and just to see them, you know, walk, watch the, the players and, and, and interact with them after the game. You know, uh, my, my, my older one, who's now 10, you know, he's walking up to Juju Smith-Schuster and getting his autograph. And, uh, you know, I, I introduced him to a couple players that I knew, and, you know, it was just, just a fun experience. But to see my wife with the, the baby around her, or, 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 you know, wearing, wearing the little guy, um, yeah, that was, that was a fun experience. Yeah, I think anytime you get a chance, to, you know, with, with what we do to, you know, involve our children, you know, whether it's, you know, people that do it all the time or, you know, like in your instance, you know, first time and, you know, rare occasion for me, you know, those, those moments are the ones you cherish. Boy, three kids. Uh, Jamie, it's enough already, right? It's enough? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's it's enough already. Okay. Uh, so, hey, let's uh, let's get into this weekend's worth of games, okay? Uh, Dolphins are off, so we'll, we'll hit on a few of the big ones here. Let's start things out with the game that the Dolphin fan is obviously keeping an eye on. Cleveland and Buffalo. What do we like here? It's not the best situation for a guy that's dealing with an elbow injury, Josh Allen, but you're clearly not benching him. You're still playing Stephon Diggs. You're probably still playing Gabe Davis. On the other side, Nick Chubb is the safest player for the Browns, one of the safest players in fantasy. Uh, Amari Cooper's road home splits have been alarming, going back to his days with the Raiders, but should get a lot of opportunities here, so he's still a safe start. And then Donovan Peoples-Jones is a decent sleeper this week. He's been playing very well, underrated player, hasn't scored a touchdown yet, so those things will come. But if he's available on waivers, go pick him up because you know Deshaun Watts is coming in Week 13. 
another game that the Dolphin fan is certainly keeping an eye on. Jets and Patriots. Go ahead. So these two teams met, you know, a few weeks ago, week eight, and it was uh, a lot of passing for Zach Wilson because the Patriots were playing with the lead. Uh, for the Patriots, I mean, I think you're looking at Ramondre Stevenson as the best, you know, running back for their team right now. Damian Harris, you can't play him. Uh, Jacoby Myers has been fantastic at one of his best games against the Jets, despite how good that secondary is. He had 21 PPR points, scored a touchdown, so I'm going to play him as well. That's really it for the Patriots side. For the Jets, Garrett Wilson, if you look at what his numbers have been since Brees Hall's injury, and it coincides with them throwing a little bit more, He's a safe play given the landscape of wide receiver this week. And Tyler Coughlin in that game had two touchdowns. So when his numbers have been up in terms of his targets, he's been productive. I think the Jets will be throwing this week. So I like Tyler Coughlin as a low-end starter. How about, uh, let me look at some of the 4 o'clocks. I mean, all the 4 o'clocks are pretty good here. Uh, Dallas and Minnesota, go ahead. What do we like there? So I love Dak Prescott. He's my starter of the week this week. He's been a little tough to trust because you didn't know if you're going to get a lot of volume. Uh, you know, two weeks ago against the Bears, he only threw the ball 27 times. Didn't exactly look like he was going to have to do a lot more because of how the run game had been. But then they get into this overtime game, a shootout with the Packers, and he throws it 46 times. So I think the Vikings offense will score on the other side. I like Dak Prescott a lot. He's got top five upside. Uh, Tony Pollard, if he's the guy without Zeke, he's a must-star play. But I would play Pollard over Zeke, even if Zeke is healthy. And then C.D. Lamb and Dalton Schultz are must-plays. In terms of the Vikings, I think it's kind of all systems go. You know what you're getting. Kirk Cousins, a low-end starter. Dalvin Cook's one of the best running backs in fantasy. Justin Jefferson's a superstar. And now T.J. Hawkins is a must-start tight end. The one guy that's a little bit nerve-wracking is Adam Thielen. Since they've gotten Hawkinson, his numbers have kind of gone in the tank. How about Cincinnati and Pittsburgh? You know, I, I'm starting to get the sense a little bit here, Jamie, that Cincinnati, I, I'll, I'll bet if we look at their record this time last year, it was like the same record. I'm starting to get the sense that maybe, you know, they're starting to get things going. I think when you talk about the hierarchy of the AFC, you know, it's Kansas City, it's Buffalo, it's Miami. And I think you got to put Cincinnati right there. Their record, like you said, not exactly at the same level. Uh, they've been a very inconsistent team. But I think once they get Jamar Chase back, they should be all systems go. They just got a big keys, big piece back on the defense with DJ Reader, their run stuffer. So uh, for the Pittsburgh side of things, there's not a lot to, not a lot to love. Uh, because I do think that this, the passing game's been tough to trust. And Najee Harris, while he had 20 carries for 99 yards last week, he's still losing touches to Jalen Warren. So really the only safe play for me is Pat Fryermuth. For the Bengals, you know, Burrow had a miserable game when these two teams met in week one. It was one of the two games T.J. Watt has played, but he was coming off of the appendectomy then, didn't practice very much. So if he had Jamar Chase, I think it would be an easy top five quarterback. He's still a number one guy, but I think with T.J. Watt on the other side, just lower your expectations. With T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, they're must-start receivers. And obviously, Joe, Joe Mixon, last time we saw him, had 200 total yards and five touchdowns. You're clearly not benching that guy. How about Chicago and Atlanta? And I'm asking about this because I specifically want to hear what you have to say about Justin Fields. Uh, is, is he a must-start at this point? Because most you, you know, most, most fantasy owners who have Justin Fields, he, he's their backups. And, you know, I mean, your, your starter could be someone really good. So what do we do about him? So if Patrick Mahomes does not have his full complement of receivers, you'll see Justin Fields number one on my rank list. He's number two right now behind wow. Mahomes. Um, he's been just an absolute superstar. You know, we kind of saw this coming when he had the big game. I forget who, against, who it was against, but it was, you know, they had the, the stretch of, I think maybe it was Miami. We had the stretch of games coming against Atlanta. We has now uh, Detroit. You know, it's just been a very favorable schedule for him. And so he just took off uh, as, as his, uh, his, his legs have carried him for fantasy purposes. But he started to throw the ball a little bit better. You know, the addition of Chase Claypool, I think that showed you that they want to trust him a little bit more. Uh, he's just been an absolute star. And so it's going to be interesting, I think, more about where he's viewed next year. Because right now, I don't care who you have, and this includes Josh Allen, you're starting Justin Fields. He's been that good. 
How about Philadelphia and Indianapolis and the change that we saw in that team last week with Jeff Saturday taking over? I imagine the fantasy owners, you know, for anyone you have in Indianapolis, you liked that Matt Ryan was reinserted. I mean, first off, if you have a bad coach, you know, just go get one of your favorite players that has been on the team, you know, for, for many years, right. and hire that guy, and especially if you're playing the Raiders. Uh, my colleague, Keith Cummings, has uh, – uh, 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 oh, no, it doesn't really apply to the Raiders, excuse me. Um, but in terms, of, in terms of this game, um, Jonathan Taylor has the, the, the best chance to sort of re, uh, rebound for fantasy managers and sort of deliver on the promise that should have been as number one pick. You know, he's dealt with the ankle injury. This Eagles defense, since they lost Jordan Davis, one of their you know key run stuffers, has been awful. You know, you saw it last week. Both Commanders running backs, Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson, had big games. Uh, Taylor last week against the Raiders was a star, and so I hope to see another big game from him. Uh, Michael Pittman's been great uh, with Matt Ryan, and I think that was the best move Jeff Saturday did was putting Matt Ryan under center. Make sure Paris Campbell is rostered. He scored three touchdowns in the last three games. Ryan, if you play in PPR, he's been eighteen or more PPR points in three straight games. When this guy is healthy, he looks pretty good right now, so he's healthy. Uh, and then in terms of the uh, the Eagles, I think you're just trusting everybody. No Dallas Goddard, keep that in mind. So hopefully the receiving core gets a boost and maybe Miles Sanders gets a boost in the passing game. And how about Sunday night? It's KC and the L.A. Chargers. I know you said uh, you got Mahomes. Uh, if he's got his full complement, he's he's going to be right behind Justin Fields. Uh, what do you make of that game? So the the receiving core, obviously, is the thing you got to watch for for Kansas City. Look, you're playing Mahomes regardless, and obviously Travis Kelsey's a monster. But if there is no Juju Smith-Schuster, no Miko Hardman, then Kadarius Tony, who stepped up last week in his first game of significance against Jacksonville, becomes a potential top 20 wide receiver. You know, he's the guy that's going to mostly replace Michael Hardman. And Hardman had been on a nice roll of just finding the end zone. So a gadget type of player, but a gadget player in that offense could be pretty special. So love the setup for Kadarius Tony. Uh, the running backs, I think you just kind of avoid them. But Jerry McKinnon in PPR is not a bad play. And then the other side of the, the ball, they got to find out if the receiving core is going to be healthy for the Chargers. They're trending in the right direction. But when you look at Mike Williams and Keenan Allen back, that puts Justin Herbert back in the top five range. He's been miserable without those guys. 16 fantasy points or less in four of his last five. But getting his receiving core back should certainly do wonders for him. Who are the guys we're keeping an eye on injury-wise uh, leading up to Sunday? Yeah, the Chiefs and Chargers receiving core. Ezekiel Elliott with his knee injury. If he's going to play, that'll impact Tony Pollard. Um, Matthew Stafford's going to play. Uh, so that I think you don't have to worry about that. But obviously, big loss there for them without Cooper Cup. And then the Cardinals, um, that's a big one, you know, for Monday night. You know, you have Kyler Murray potentially coming back. That would be great because that makes it more of a competitive game. Colt McCoy did a great job against the Rams, but much different animal taking on the 49ers. And then there's a developing story of Marquise Brown potentially returning. So if Kyler Murray does play and then he has Hopkins, Brown, Rondell Moore, that could be a fun game with what the 49ers have to throw at them. Excellent job, Jamie. Jamie Eisenberg, CBS Sports Fantasy Football. If you got some questions for him, at Jamie, Jamie with a Y, at Jamie Eisenberg, you can hit him up on, on social media. Jamie, tell everybody how they can catch you leading up to the games uh, on Sunday. Sunday morning, 10 a.m., we have our Fantasy Football Today show. We go live until kickoff at 1 p.m., and so we do a lot of uh, fantasy talk, obviously. We do some gambling talk, give you props, we give you everything you need, we answer questions. So check it out. It's on CBS Sports HQ. It's our 24-hour streaming network. And I think it's the best network out there. Uh, and it's, it's absolutely 100% free. You know, Jamie, I got to tell you, it, you know, I keep seeing the, the commercials. Jamie's cousin is, is the actor Jesse Eisenberg. You know, social network. He's Lex Luthor in the, in the Justice League movies, DC movies. And I keep seeing the, the previews for, uh, on Hulu, which I believe is, is out now. Fleischman is in trouble. Your, your cousin starring with Claire Danes. Do you know much about this? Like, uh, d does your cousin send you screeners so you can get so you could see these uh, shows and movies in advance? Do you know much about this show? Uh, 
Um, I know the book was fantastic. I haven't actually talked to him about that show in particular. Um, I do not get advanced viewings of it. His parents do, so they tell me about it. Um, I talk to them all the time. Um, he did send me a picture of, he's doing a uh, movie about, I think it's a comedy about um, Bigfoot. And oh. he showed me his, uh, the makeup process, which was hysterical to see him get all made up. You know, he did one of those speed through videos. And so to, to watch, I'm sure he's probably sitting there for like four hours. Um, but yeah, in terms of this show, yes, it, it, it debuted on Thursday night. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, but I'm very much looking forward to it because I think it looks fantastic. Yeah, I think it looks really good. And I feel like I feel like acting side by side with Claire Danes is probably a little bit intense. You know, she seems intense to me. Uh, yes, uh, I would imagine that he probably enjoyed that experience because, you know, like like anybody who's uh, great at their craft, you'd like to be with the best of the best. And she's among the best, I think. Out there. Yeah. Uh, great job, Jamie. Appreciate you, man. Uh, enjoy the games this weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Zaz, you're the best. Always good to talk to you, buddy. All right, great job by Jamie Eisenberg. As always, if you need to hit him up, like I said, at Jamie Eisenberg on Twitter. It's Jamie with a Y, and uh, he'll help you with all your fantasy football stuff leading up to Sunday. He is excellent. Always appreciate him. Look, it's Friday. Everybody knows what that means. You're probably sitting around right now. You're listening to Zaslow Show 2.0 podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. I can't, I can't list all the podcast platforms, all right? Where I'll be here all day. However you're listening, I'll owe you a long time. You're watching on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Show, And you're saying to yourself, yo, Zaslow, I gotta know. Is it a big game or is it not a big game? That's right. Big game or not a big game here. Getting you ready for the weekend. You gotta know what to watch. You don't want to waste your time. We all only have a certain amount of time. You gotta make sure you're spending it wisely. Here we go. Let's get started. Tonight, 7 p.m., Bally Sports. Your Miami Heat at the Washington Wizards. Now, the Heat are 7-8. and eight. They dropped the game a couple of nights ago. Tough loss. Try and get back in the win column tonight on the road. Can we get back to 500 and then take it from there and try and get over the 500 mark? Bam is obviously questionable after missing the last game with knee soreness. Need a little bit more out of Jimmy Butler. He had a weird game a couple of nights ago. Otherwise, we know we have no Tyler Hero. Oladipo's with them on the trip, but he's not going to play. Tonight, you're playing a Wizards team. They're not any good, all right? They're struggling. They're always struggling. Bradley Beal, he missed games recently. Uh, Non-COVID illness, I believe it was. Look, Hopefully the Heat get Bam back today. It's been a lot of Bam criticism. Kendrick Perkins on ESPN. Kendrick Perkins and Matt Barnes talk about, where's Bam at a bio? Uh, look, we got to stop wanting Bam to be this 25 and 15 guy. That's not him, man. Bam is the most important player on the floor when you consider plus minus, when you consider everything he does. And once in a while, he wasn't the number one overall pick. He was, what, 14? I mean, look, he has far surpassed expectation. I'm not saying this is Bam's ceiling, but expecting him to be a 25-point-a-game guy a night, it's misguided. And if you're looking for the three-point shooting, I told you that's not going to be a thing. I told you that's not going to be a thing. And I don't think it needs to be. Keep doing what you're good at. Keep improving with what you're good at. You're asking... T- Eventually, you're asking Bam to be something that he's not when what he is is pretty freaking good. 
So hopefully Bam's back in the lineup tonight. Shuts some people up, at least for the next couple days. Heat at Wizards. That's a big game. Trying to get back to 500. What do you want me to tell you? Tomorrow, 12 p.m., SEC Network. The Florida Gators. I went to school there. At Vanderbilt. Look, we could do this right quick. That's not a big game, all right? The Gators aren't playing any more big games. They're not good. You got the new coach, Billy Napier. It's been a little bit of a struggle after beating Utah early in the season. Florida, Vanderbilt, nobody cares. Not a big game. Tomorrow, 3.30, ESPN, the Miami Hurricanes at the number nine ranked team in the land, Clemson Tigers. Kane's going to get smacked. No other way to look at it. Gone get smacked. It's going to be ugly. And this coming off the heels of Mario Cristobal, uh, you know, as if he coaches a, a middle school team, telling the parents, if you're unhappy with your kid's playing time, you could drive on over to school. You could pick his ass up. I loved Romberg yesterday. Rom- Romberg was, I mean, Romberg was on our show yesterday, but also Romberg was not having it, man. Uh, telling, look, you know, he's been telling you for years. He said it on the show yesterday. These kids are soft, man. A lot of Charmin being used out there at the University of Miami football program. And Romberg tweeting out there yesterday about, uh, here, come get Mario Cristobal. He was, uh, you know, he was asked, we, we know, a couple days ago about the parents complaining on social media. He said, come pick a kid up if you're not happy. And Romberg retweeted yesterday, come get your whiny-ass entitled kids. They aren't for this program. Love it. Love the Rom Dog. All right. Canes tomorrow. Canes, Clemson. Not a big game. Blowout city. Tomorrow, 4 p.m., Bally Sports, Florida. Calgary Flames at Florida Panthers. The Panthers are 2-2 two two on this homestand. They're 9-7-1 overall. That record sucks. They're only a game over 500. Trying to get a winning homestand with tomorrow getting a victory as Jonathan Huberto comes back to town. I know you're saying, Zaslow, what about Mackenzie Weger? You know what you did, Mackenzie Weger. Jonathan Huberto coming back to town after 10 years with the Panthers. Probably their all-time greatest player. I mean, I know Pavo Burre, Roberto Luongo, but 10 years Huberto was here. And, you know, maybe one day you get Huberto hanging in the Raptors. You get that number 10. My son and I were both wearing our Huberto shirts to the game a few nights ago. You love Jonathan Huberto. He's going to get a great ovation tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to that. Matthew Kachuk against his old team. That'll be interesting how he treats them, how they treat him. Because you know he's a major, major pest. By the way, he scored a six-goal the season last night, which brought the Panthers within 5-4. to four. Tomorrow, Flames at Panthers. That's a big game. Tomorrow night. 8 p.m. Pay-per-view. AEW Full Gear. That's right. AEW only does, I think, four pay-per-views a year. Now, don't forget, tomorrow, every Saturday, along with my co-host, Joey Levin, it's still real to me. That's our wrestling show. We deal with all the big stories and happenings of the week in pro wrestling. Make sure you check out It's Still Real to Me tomorrow. It's under the Zaslow Show 2.0 banner, the podcast. It'll also be uploaded here on the YouTube page. And this weekend, though, because AEW Full Gear is Saturday night, you're going to get a bonus episode Sunday as well, a reaction show to AEW Full Gear. Huge weekend for pro wrestling. Of course, the main event for Full Gear tomorrow night, the AEW World Championship is on the line. You also have the return of the Elite, but the AEW World Championship is on the line. John Moxley against 
Maxwell, Jacob, Friedman. Top two, MJF. Is he going to win the title from Moxley? I don't know. Tune into It's Still Real to Me tomorrow. I'll give you my official prediction. AEW full gear tomorrow night. That's a big game. And I got one more for you here. Sunday night, 7 p.m., Bally Sports. Miami Heat. They'll be coming off of a win at the Wizards from Friday night. They'll be 8-8. Eight eight. They're at the Cavaliers, who have lost five in a row. They were the darlings of the NBA the first few weeks, the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're a fun team. I'm looking forward to seeing them for 48 minutes on Sunday. Heat at Cavaliers. Can the Heat make a little bit of a statement against a young up-and-coming team? That's a big game as well. And that right there is another addition. A big game or not a big game. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Excellent job by everybody there. By the way, last night with the NBA, a couple news and notes. Kawhi Leonard, he returned. He was out for the last three weeks, I think it was. He got the start last night. Uh, the Clippers beat the Pistons 96-91. Kawhi played 25 minutes. He had six points and five rebounds. They're saying it's a long journey for him to work his way back. I just don't understand. So when he first started playing, he played a couple games at the beginning of the season. He came off the bench. Now he's been out for the last three weeks, and he started. I don't know. It doesn't seem like you really know what they're doing with Kawhi. Uh, the Nets won last night. The Nets are now 7-9. and nine. Nets win, I, I think it was Kawhi. Kyrie Irving's eighth straight miss game for being anti-Semitic. Nets 109, Blazers 107. They wanted the buzzer. One of those guys, you know, remember a couple days ago in that story on Kevin Durant, he listed his teammates who suck. He said, no disrespect, but these guys suck. Royce O'Neal was one of those guys. Kevin Durant missed a shot that would have won the game, and Royce O'Neal tipped it in at the buzzer. Nets win 109-107. And after the game, you could see when they're celebrating, they're excited. Kevin Durant went up to him and said, Yo, no disrespect, you still suck. Thank you for, you know, tipping. We win the game. Durant had 35. Ben Simmons! How about this? You, you know it's a big problem when we're going crazy over this kind of game from Ben Simmons. Came off the bench, played 32 minutes, 15 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists. I didn't see the game. Looks like Ben Simmons had a really good game. But, uh, it, can you do it again? I mean, it, we're, we're freaking out over Ben Simmons giving you 15 points. So, the Nets win last night. And uh, those are the only notable action that took place in the association last night. All right. So it's Friday. Again, thanks to everybody who's hung out with us this week. And in order to wrap up the week, you know how we do it. Got to tell you if it's a big deal or if it's not a big deal. All right. So first up, how about this yesterday? I mean, at least as far as I know, seemingly coming out of nowhere, Jeff Conine sending out a tweet yesterday. How about Niner? Jeff Conine, all-time great Florida Marlin. Mr. Marlin, he hates that nickname. But Jeff Conine, who hasn't tweeted in in, in weeks, tweets out yesterday, I can't tell you how excited I am to be back with my hometown team Marlins. Thank you, Bruce Sherman, for bringing me back. Let's go. Niner, back with the Marlins. That's a big deal. It also shows you Jeter was the worst. He sucks. Jeter was the worst. That that right there tells that's Jeff Conan really subtly telling you, yeah, Jeter's a dick, and he's the one who wanted me out. And I'm really thank you, Bruce Sherman, for bringing me back. I never should have been let go in the first place. Jeter was the worst. So Jeff Conan returning to the Marlins, that's a big deal. How about big deal or not a big deal? These Taylor Swift tickets. 
Taylor Swift. I mean, is this like the biggest tour ever? Taylor Swift tickets went on sale. Pre-sale went on sale a few days ago. It's the the, the Eras tour. And I mean, look, I, I know Taylor Swift is huge. I mean, it's not for me, whatever. But Taylor Swift's huge. And Ticketmaster's a monopoly. And Ticketmaster yesterday, because the public on sale was supposed to be today, and Ticketmaster sent out a tweet. I mean, if you've been paying attention on Twitter the last few days, people trying to get into the pre-sale, trying to get into the queue, trying to get into the lobby, and they get the hours and hours, and then they get shut out and they can't get any tickets. It's a disaster. And that's a frustrating experience. I've been there before. You know I'm the Ticket Ninja. I've been there before, though. And Ticketmaster tweets out yesterday, due to extraordinary high demands on ticketing systems and insufficient remaining ticket inventory to meet that demand. Mind you, these shows are in stadiums. Tomorrow's public on sale for Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, has been canceled. It's a big problem, man, Ticketmaster. And and I told you this, and this has been the case for a really long time. If you don't have a pre-sale code, and I get all the codes. I, I laugh at your codes. I get every code. I will always get into a pre-sale. But if you don't have a pre-sale code, be it City Card, Amex, Live Nation, you know, the radio, the, the, the venue, whatever, whatever pre-sale. If you don't have, there, like, there's no such thing as a public on-sale anymore, a general on-sale. The pre-sale is the on-sale. And if you don't have a pre-sale code, you're not getting tickets for anything anymore. It sucks. It sucks. That's a big deal. I, 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 wish, I, I wish I had a solution other than breaking up Ticketmaster's Monopoly. How about this? Anthony Rizzo re-signed multi-year deal the Yankees. Anthony Rizzo... The Houston Astros were hot on his tail. Local kid, Parkland, of course we like Anthony Rizzo. Big deal or not a big deal? Here's a quote from Rizzo. I saw I was linked to Houston and said, hey, what's that about? Rizzo told uh, New York Post Sports while cooking for... Oh. oh, no. I think I'm getting tricked by the internet. I am getting tricked by the internet. This is this is not the New York Post. This is New York Porch Sports. And it says underneath when I click on the profile, satire and parody of the New York media. I'll read it to you anyway. All right. But I got tricked by the internet. I'll read it to you anyway. I saw I was linked to Houston and said, hey, what's that about? Any player that signs with the Astros doesn't have a good moral compass. I got tricked by the internet. I was going to call that not a big deal, though, anyway, because, I mean, everybody knows the Astros are cheaters. But mark it down. I got tricked hard by the internet. All right. I got one more for you here. Big deal or not a big deal? So you know WrestleMania 39 is going to be in Hollywood. WrestleMania is going Hollywood. Wonder if Hollywood Joy Taylor will be there. Yo, throw your boys some tickets. Come on, I'll get on a flight. Coming up in April, we're, we're getting close to WrestleMania season, which is two months away. And, you know, the, the picture, the WrestleMania picture is going to start to become clear in a couple months. We know Royal Rumble sets the tone. And it's in Hollywood this year in April. And either end of March, early April. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know everything about this. And Logan Paul who is a major star. He is incredible in that ring. He wants John Cena at WrestleMania. Now, they're already talking about, you know, you know, Rock, Roman Reigns. They, they want to get The Rock. That'd be the main event. I mean, that'll blow the roof off the place. Stone Cold may do another match again. And maybe John Cena, too. Logan Paul versus John Cena. Hollywood. I mean, if you could make that happen, it's such a no-brainer. That's a big deal. I would love to see that. Make sure you listen or watch It's Still Real to Me tomorrow on the Zaslow Show 2.0 Umbrella. And that right there is another Friday edition 
a big deal or not a big deal. All right, so we got the Heat tonight, Panthers tomorrow. No Dolphins this weekend. I like a relaxing Sunday. Let's sit around. Let's just watch football. I told you, I got the I got a bachelor pad for the next week. My wife's going out of town tonight. I'll run Cooper City. So if you're driving by Cooper City and you hear like loud music, it's rock music, people are having a great time, that's right here at the Zaslow Mansion. Right? We're living it up over the next week. That's right. So you come on by, you knock on the door. If you see a sock on the door, you don't knock, you go home. You know the way that is. But if you, if you hear us rocking, you come in, we're going to have a great time. All right. Thanks to everybody. Week three in the books. Thanks to everyone who has stuck with me, who is contributing to the show growing and growing. Uh, sponsorship info. Go to the Twitter bio. You can see my email right there. We're going to have some new sponsors coming aboard. I'm so excited about it. You guys you guys are freaking fantastic. All right. Uh, like, download, rate, comment, subscribe. The algorithm. It tells you what to do, and that's good for me. Then I make all the monies. Thanks to everyone who contributed to the show today. Thanks to everyone who put together a great show. Excellent job by everyone. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. It's still real to me. An extra edition on Sunday. Reaction to AEW. uh, Full gear. And we'll talk to you on Monday on Zaslow Show 2.0. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies For both trailers and motorhomes, let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry, they specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204.